One of my wife's greatest pet peeves is when somebody says anything over 100%. Like, I gave 110%. I gave 1,000%. She cannot stand it. And I hear her. It's not a very accurate description of what's possible. You can't give more than 100% of something. And today, I'm going to talk about giving less than 100% and being okay with that. Stick around. Speaking of giving less than 100%, there is not going to be any intro or outro music for this week's episode. You're, you're going to understand why in a moment, but it just, I, it just doesn't feel right this week. So, so um, let's, just, let's just jump back in. Here, here's the, the rest of the episode. Hey, Shifters, so glad to have you here with me this week. As always, you may have noticed or may not have noticed that I did not put out an episode last week. It has been... I don't know, 90-something episodes since that has happened. Really unusual for me. And then I came across a quote. Because of what I do for a living, the kind of stuff that pops up in my feed is very coachy stuff. This quote that I saw was was actually this post from At Her Psychology. I don't think I follow them. They just were a recommended post in my feed on Instagram. But anyway, I came across this and it just rang so true for me. And I'll tell you why in a moment. But they said... This is a gentle reminder that on the days you only have 30% and you give 30%, you gave 100%. And there's more. I'm going to keep going with this because I think the rest of it's really good too. But I will tell you that first part alone, gentle reminder that on the days you only have 30% and you give 30%, you gave 100%. I like that kind of math. (laughs) That kind of math is realistic math. It might sound weird. It might sound technically wrong, mathematically wrong, but it is accurate for us as human beings. But, But there's more to this. It was like one of those little carousel things on Instagram. So here's the next image or the next slide. They said, expecting yourself to perform At the same level every day is setting yourself up for burnout. Don't fall into the trap of pushing through even when your body and mind are asking for a break. We are human. Life can get busy. Emotions can feel overwhelming. Or we simply just need to pause and process. Honor the balance between busy days, rest days, and down days and never feel guilty for doing so. So let's talk about giving less than 100% or acknowledging when you're not feeling 100% and giving as much as you can accordingly. So I'll let you in on something that if you don't follow me already on social media, you probably you would know this already if you follow me on social media, whether it's, that's my Facebook page or Instagram, but I am going through the change. I am going through menopause right now. When I try to connect the dots or when I started thinking about all the symptoms I've had and the time frame that I had them, it's probably been about three years since my initial symptoms started. I didn't realize then that it was menopause because I started first with anxiety and weight gain, which I thought were related to the pandemic and to uh, major personal losses in my life. Lost my dad, I lost my cousin, I lost a dear friend of mine. Also just the stress of keeping a business running during a pandemic, especially a business that can feel like a luxury item to some people. So there was a lot of stress there. And so I thought these symptoms were due to stress. Oh, and we had just gone through a major remodel. I mean, a lot was going on. And so then other things started happening too. Night sweats would happen actually off and on throughout my entire life, but more they were more clustered now, uh, actually having to get out of bed in the middle of the night and change my clothes. The night sweats were so bad. 
And I am also somebody who was diagnosed with Meniere's syndrome way back when I was a teenager, which means I get bouts of vertigo, uh, tinnitus or tinnitus, however you want to say it. Tinnitus, I think is probably the right way to say it in my opinion. And I've had those symptoms under control for years and years and years and years, like 30 years. And suddenly the symptoms came back just with a significant amount of force and finally realized that they were also in line with my cycle. And so a bunch of these things just kind of kept happening and kept happening. Then the low energy, the exhaustion, the fatigue set in. I thought that was actually due again to pandemic and also being married now to somebody who likes to nap. I thought maybe that's what was going on is like, I like to nap because she likes to nap and it's really fun to nap with her. But over the past couple months, actually a few months, I should say, the exhaustion, the fatigue has just been really significant. And then the real kicker has been my mood in the past few months has been a very low depressive mood, like very low depressive mood leading up to my period. And so this is where I've been lately. And to have this quote float in front of me when it did, this is a gentle reminder that on the days you only have 30% and you give 30%, you gave 100% was exactly what I needed to hear. And this is something I'm capable of recognizing and seeing for other people and being able to say that to them. And and I'm not somebody who has the hustle mentality. I can work hard when I need to work hard, but I'm not going to be the person that hustles at all costs to achieve a goal and lose everything I care about along the way. I don't want to lose my relationships, my friendships, my my presence to enjoy the current moment. You know, I don't want to lose that in order to achieve a goal. I, I really work on striking that balance. Thus, the definition of productivity that I operate off of and created, which is being able to make progress on what matters most while still remaining present to the people, experiences, and opportunities that are all around us. And so even with that attitude, it's been really hard for me to be gentle with myself and to give myself grace when the thing that's happening is happening inside of me or is happening with me versus things that have happened to me. When I lost my dad, of course I took time off. When I lost my friend, of course I took time off. When I got COVID, of course I took time off, right? Like that was with me, but it was like this obvious thing that happened to me. But when it was happening inside of myself, that's been harder for me to recognize and harder for me to give myself the grace that I need, to give myself the rest that I need. And part of that has also been giving myself the time to research and better understand what I'm going through so I can pursue some treatments for my symptoms and get some relief. And so I'm sharing all of this with you in case you're going through anything like this in any way, shape, or form, whether it's that you're going through menopause right now or any other thing (laughs) that is making life harder right now. I have talked in the past about the two different kinds of overwhelm, one of those being circumstantial and one of those being unintentional. Okay, I'm going to come clean. <laughs> I had to I had to re-record that section for a second because I forgot about the second kind of overwhelm that I talk about. Like that's that's where my brain is a little bit right now. Anyway, circumstantial overwhelm versus unintentional overwhelm. And with circumstantial overwhelm, it's that something is happening in your life. You're in a phase of life or something is happening in your life such that everything feels more difficult. And that is your time to focus on what is essential. 
what is essential for you right now. And when you look at what essential means, it it means impossible to do without. Impossible to do without. I am facing circumstantial overwhelm right now. I need to pause and assess and focus on what is essential. What is impossible for me to do without? And this requires me to think about what can I pause for now and what can I let go of? And the the way that I can do that is that I actually have what I call a bonus brain. I have a system that supports me. I have a way of keeping track of things such that they don't make me feel bad when they're not getting done. They are just there to remind me of the things I said I wanted at some point in my life. And then I can make choices about what does and what does not get done. So when I am in when I was in circumstantial overwhelm, when my cousin was dying, I was able to look at my system and make choices about what I needed to engage in and what I needed to put off, you know, what was essential in order to keep my business and my life running so that I could also go be with my cousin and my family as she was dying. Same thing that happened when my dad passed away. I was able to be able to say, okay, what can I pause for now? What can I let go of altogether? And I am now doing that when it comes to my business in my life, really, overall, as I'm navigating some of the struggles I've been facing with menopause. I know things are going to get better. So I, I definitely am hopeful for a shift in my energy, a shift in my mood. And at the same time, I can use my tools, my what I call my bonus brain, to support me in pausing what needs to get paused for now so that I can focus on what's essential, what's impossible to do without. So I can focus on my one-to-one clients, so I can focus on my GIST community, so I can focus on new clients that are coming my way. That is what fills me up. That is what I actually have energy for. I don't have a ton of energy for marketing right now. Technically, this week and last week when I didn't even do an episode, those should have been about trying to get you guys to join the GIST community. My GIST community fucking rocks. Like there's no, there's no doubt about it. That community rocks. I love that community. I give them everything I got. Well, my one-on-one clients get it too. (laughs) But all that to say is like, I love that community. I want to grow that community. And right now with where my energy is at, I really don't have the oomph right now to be marketing it that much. And that's, that's, I've decided that that's okay. I can stop feeling bad about it. That doesn't mean I won't share about it with people, but I'm not making a big marketing push for this particular thing right now. So again, all of this is just to share with you a real life example of what circumstantial overwhelm can look like. This is obviously coming from a very personal perspective, my own perspective, and I'm sharing it with you. I'm being vulnerable in this way in hopes that me doing this with you can help you or somebody you care about who is also in that circumstantial overwhelm, whatever it may be. Now, for those of you who have been listening for a while, you know I typically try to wrap up my episodes with some sort of call to action, some sort of something to to get you to take action in the world, to try something, to experiment. And really what I, I don't know, I don't know how to wrap this one. So I'm just going to say, take a pause, catch your breath. And if you feel like you are needing to dial it back a a, a bit, give yourself that gift, give yourself what you need. And if you know of somebody else who needs to hear that message, please send along this episode to them as well. Thanks so much. 
I will be back with you again next week. Until then, keep making progress on what matters most. Okay, that's it. This episode's done. No, no outro music. Remember, I told you, I told you. See you next week.